Welcome to a Meaningful Mess podcast. I'm Andy McNair, author, speaker, and passionate educator that believes in the generation of learners that sit in today's classrooms. I believe that every learner deserves an opportunity to pursue their passions during the school day and that real change will come when we begin to see school as an experience instead of a place. So I realized really quickly that recording full episodes of this podcast was going to be a lot of work and with everything else going on, not something that I'm going to be able to do every single week. I also know that you guys don't always have time to listen to a 35-minute podcast. So I've decided to introduce Meaningful Moments. Meaningful moments will be different from episodes in that they will never be more than 10 minutes long, and I will simply be sharing practical ideas for you to use in your classroom. I hope that the moments along with the episodes will inspire you guys to design experiences in your classrooms that will engage and empower today's learners. Without further ado, here's today's Meaningful Moment. I have been so excited about sharing today's meaningful moment because it was such a huge aha moment for me in my educational career when I really realized what it was like to move from writing a lesson plan to designing an experience. So I want to share a little bit of that story with you guys, then talk about how do you do that, and finally share a tool that I recently created that I hope you'll take a look at and be able to use in your own classroom as you kind of make the shift from writing lesson plans to designing experiences. I do want to say that I have the patio doors open to my office right now. It's a beautiful late afternoon in Texas, like 65 degrees, the breeze is blowing. So if you hear some outdoor sounds like birds, maybe the train go by, I do live in a train town. I just want to say that it's too pretty outside not to have the doors open. So let's talk a little bit about designing an experience versus writing a lesson plan. What does that look like? The first person that I ever heard use the word experience when it comes to education was Dave Burgess, who wrote Teach Like a Pirate. I've learned so much from him and what he shared in that book and what he shares on social media Um, he's just such a great guy doing such great work. And I'm so thankful that he used the word experience because for me, that was a big moment. And as my mindset was starting to shift and I was moving from being that traditional, comfortable, complacent teacher into really the lead learner of my classroom, wanting to design experiences for my students, it was huge. I really needed to hear that word experience. And I I remember thinking that makes so much sense to move from writing lesson plans to creating designing experiences. But I also remember thinking, I have no idea how to do that, right? Like, I don't even know what that looks like. And so going on to read Teach Like a Pirate and learning about the hooks and the different ways that this could be done was super helpful. And as I started to just really make that a priority in my classroom, I realized that just in and of itself, moving from shifting my mindset from writing lesson plans to designing experiences was really enough to create real change. Now, I will say that if you just change the word, so if you just said, well, I'm designing experiences, but it looks the same as a lesson plan, nothing's going to change. The reality is just changing the words isn't enough. Unless you let changing those words in your mind really have an impact on what you're doing in your classroom, and I think that will happen because just the word experience is so different from a lesson plan that I don't know how you could, I don't know how you could not create that change, I guess is what I'm trying to say. 
So I want to talk a little bit about the three pieces that I feel like make up a meaningful learning experience, because I think there are three and I'm one of those people. I need to break it down. You guys know the six P's of genius hour. I just need a process. I just kind of need to know what is what is it going to look like? The funny thing is, I'm not a big fan of structure and templates. I'm just not because I like for people to have the autonomy and the freedom to do things in a way that makes sense to them. But the reality is so many of the things that made sense to me in my classroom, I've realized have been really helpful for educators. And so I just want to put this out there and share my experience with you. For me, designing a meaningful learning experience is about providing opportunities for engagement and empowerment. Realizing this made it easy to develop and then begin using the three E's, engage, experience, and empower. Engaging them as soon as they come in the class, right? Creating an experience that they want to invest in, and then empowering them to take their learning beyond the walls of the classroom. I want to just kind of take those apart and talk about each one. So the first of the three E's, engage, is really important because you're working with a generation of learners who have an attention span of eight seconds. Now, what that means is that you need to engage them as soon as they walk into the classroom, possibly even earlier. Think blended learning, hooking them in the LMS like Google Classroom or Schoology before they ever step foot into your classroom. Using the first seconds of class to give them a reason to want to invest is important. So it's not a good idea. And I'm speaking to myself here because I remember when I was that traditional teacher and I, I'm actually flinching as I say this, but I would stand at the front of the room and I would say, okay, when you guys are ready to listen, I'll start teaching. Well, this is not a super compliant generation, right? They have other places to get information. So when you say something like that, they're like, okay, game on. We'll do this all day long. But if you can find a way to engage them as soon as they come in and get them excited about why they're going to learn whatever it is that they're going to learn, it has the potential to change everything. Now, I'm a big believer in the fact that engagement does not equal entertainment. Um, I've had so many teachers come to me and say, I didn't get into education to entertain. Well, nobody's asking you to entertain, but what we are asking you to do is engage and empower your learners. So engagement doesn't equal entertainment. Instead, it means that the learners understand why they are learning and they're willing to invest because they see relevance in the experience. That is the goal in engaging them and helping them see the why behind what they're going to do in class that day. It's such a great idea to start with the eight C's of engagement. You can Google those and find them. They're just a great place to start. Pulling from one of those hooks from Dave Burgess's Teach Like a Pirate, the video prompts from John Spencer are awesome. Side note, John Spencer actually just shared some great writing prompts on Twitter that he just put out there. You can actually subscribe to his email list. And I'm telling you, you guys want to do that because those writing prompts are amazing. Just so many different ways that you can engage them as soon as they walk in. And then the next step is to design an experience that they want to invest in. So I think the question we often ask ourselves is, so how do I know if I've created or designed an experience? There's one simple test to know if it's an experience. The difference between an activity and an experience is this. The definition of an activity is something that someone or a group does. That's it. Who cares, right? 
But the definition of an experience is something that leaves an impression. So if what you're doing or what you're going to do is going to leave an impression on your learners, then guess what? It's an experience. You're doing it right. Design something that is going to leave an impression while still covering the content, while still covering the standards, but you want to do something that is going to leave that impression. And then finally, empower them to take that learning beyond the walls of the classroom. In other words, help them make connections. Because if they can't connect what was learned to something outside of the classroom, they won't see a reason to remember what was learned. So a perfect example is this. These guys love to keep streaks going. I have teenagers. um, They're constantly trying to keep those streaks going with their friends. They send each other random pictures. But if they miss a day the streak is over. So maybe challenging them to find a way that they can use what they learned in class that day beyond the walls of the classroom. And every day that they make a connection, they keep their streak going. The first time that they can't make a connection, they lose the streak. This is helpful because if most of your class can't make a connection, you'll know that you need to help them do so. This encourages creativity, critical thinking, and I mean, it's just fun, right? So engage them as soon as they come into class, create an experience that they want to invest in and empower them to make the connection and take that learning beyond the walls of the classroom. I believe that that is how you can design a meaningful learning experience for your students. So now for the exciting news. I just created the three E's design template. I told you guys I'm not a big fan of templates, but I've had so many teachers say to me, just I just wish I had something that would help me kind of get this going until it comes naturally. Or I wish I just had something to follow like the three E's that makes sense. I just need to see them and have a place to start. I so get this because I was the same way. And so I created this template. It's really easy to use. It has a place for you to document or maybe even sketch note out. How am I going to use? um, How am I going to engage them? How am I going to create an experience? And how am I going to empower my learners? Then underneath, there's like these checklists. So a checklist of the eight C's of engagement. Just some ideas so that you're able to think, which one of these do I want to weave into the experience? Do I want to weave in competition? Do I want to engage them through creativity, curiosity, choice, controversy? What does it look like? There's also the four C's plus one R, collaboration, communication, creativity, critical thinking, and reflection. Just challenging yourself to how many of those life-ready skills can I weave into what I'm doing in the classroom? Then the content areas, so reading, writing, mathematics, science, social studies, which of those, how many of those can you weave into the experience? Because cross-curricular experiences are really powerful. So even if you teach algebra, could you weave in a little writing? What does that look like to be able to weave in cross-curricular content into what you're doing in your classroom? And then high-tech, low-tech, no-tech, realizing that technology doesn't have to be involved for the experience to be meaningful. How much technology are you going to use? And then, you know, that has a place on the template. And then there's a place, and this is my favorite part, for you to reflect. So after you've done this experience with your students, you have a place to write down, here's what went well, here's what didn't go well. Because the reality is, if we are going to tell our students that they need to reflect, we should be modeling that. 
We should be reflecting on the experiences that we design because if we don't, how will we know if they went well? How will we know if what we did worked? As well as your reflection, there's also a place for you to write down student feedback. So maybe you're walking around and you hear, oh my gosh, this is so boring. You probably don't want to do that again. Or maybe you're walking around and you hear a student say, this is the best thing we've done all year. And so you want to make sure that you document that and have it written into the experience that you've designed so you can reflect on that later. So how can you access the three E's template? Where can you find it? You can actually go to andymcnair.com slash designing experiences. So one more time, andymcnair.com slash designing experiences. There's some information there for you to use. Now here's the really cool part. The template is free, but we are on May 1st, we're launching an online course for using the template. So that's when we're really going to dive deep and take apart each one of the three E's, engage, experience, and empower. We're going to look at practical ways to make this a reality in your classroom. What are some of the tools that you guys can use to engage your students? Some things you can use to create an experience. And here's what you can do to empower. Just very practical tools that you can take and implement immediately into your own classroom. I'm telling you guys, it's going to be awesome. You don't want to miss it. I'm going to really take that. I'm, I'm really excited about taking the template apart and sharing how it can be used on an elementary, middle school, or high school campus, and how teachers can use this to really make that jump from writing lesson plans to designing experiences. So let me share one more time. You can find access to the template as well as pre-register for the online course. It'll officially open up in May, but you can pre-register now to save your spot. All of that can be done at andymcnair.com slash designing experiences. So man, I'm over my time again. These meaningful moments, I can never get them done in under 10 minutes. I don't know what I was thinking, but I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful and I cannot wait to talk to you again soon. Meaningful moments go by so quickly. I wanted to take just one final moment to share with you guys a couple of ways that you can connect with me. I share so much content and so much information over on my website at andymcnair.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at, at mcnairan 3 or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at A Meaningful Mess. I also have some more exciting news to share. A Meaningful Mess, the book, is being released this month. So you can already get the book over at Proofrock Press. You can also pre-order on Amazon now, and it will officially be available on Amazon on April 15th. So the book is called A Meaningful Mess, A Teacher's Guide to Student-Driven Classrooms, Authentic Learning, Student Empowerment, and Keeping It All Together Without Losing Your Mind. That's the goal, right? So you guys check it out. I really poured my heart and soul into the, this book and wrote down so many of the things that I believe to be true about education. And shared so much of what I've learned from such amazing educators traveling around and creating relationships and getting to know people and kind of what they're experiencing in their classrooms with today's learners. So that being said, if you want any of the information from the podcast, some of the links, some of the books, some of the links that I talked about, you can go over to andymcnair.com slash meaningful moment 
three. So again, that's andymcnair.com slash meaningful moment three. I'll share all of the resources that I shared throughout this podcast. I just want to say thank you for spending a little bit of your day with me. I hope that what you got was helpful. I hope that it's something that you can implement into your classroom. Finally, I just want to remind you guys, if what you're teaching in the classroom isn't meaningful for your students, it's a waste of your time and theirs.